I talked to a lovely young woman at one of the shops in the mall of a Saturday. We're having friends over, so needed martini glasses. I seem to be short of them. So to enjoy the famous lychee martinis, I needed martini glasses. And the lovely young woman at Farmers was working there, and she was just new, just learning the till. And she said that she had decided she wouldn't go into hospital. I said, I imagine you'd have your pick of jobs. And she said, well, it took me about three months to find the right job that could fit in with school and sport. And she said, I decided not to go for the hospitality jobs, even though I could have got one immediately because she wanted her own nights, she said, and preferred working the daytime hours in a shop. And there are so many young women who and men who are filling the gaps that are being left by that have been left by our closed borders. So many young men and women who've stepped up and are working in hospo, working in the shops, working part time, and more credit to them. You know, giving up their weekends, giving up their free time in return for keeping services and shops running. But there just aren't enough of them. There aren't enough people willing and able to do the extra hours. And they're not being helped by this government. The hospitality sector is screaming for the government to actually do its job. They're doing theirs by keeping services open. I don't know how, even if it's on slightly truncated hours. But the shortage of workers, which is affecting just about every sector in New Zealand, has hit HOSPO particularly hard. They say as New Zealand slowly gets its act together and opens up to the rest of the world, we could easily damage our reputation as a quality tourist destination. It's expensive to come here. It's expensive to travel within the country. We all know it's expensive to live here. But if tourists are spending top dollar, then they'll want a quality experience. And they're not going to have that if a shortage of hotel housekeepers means their rooms are only cleaned once every three days, or if they're asked to do it themselves, or if pubs and restaurants are closed three days out of the week. They're calling on the government to start processing visa applications from people who actually want to come and work here. Incredibly, there are thousands who want to do so. They should be not be denied that possibility. Uh, National Party immigration spokesperson Erica Stanford says at least 74,000 Phase 2 residence visa applications were received since March. Barely 5% had been processed by June. April, May, June, three months, 5% of the applications. I mean, to be fair, immigration was hopeless before COVID and they were really slack in terms of processing applications then. In fact, they put a stop to processing some applications because they were overwhelmed. So they were hopeless then, hopeless now, not much has changed. New Immigration Minister Michael Wood says the government is speeding up the processing, but then offered the rather unhelpful suggestion that HOSPO should consider how to make low-wage jobs with insecure working conditions more attractive places to work. Well, the low wages he's talking about are above the living wage. They reckon it's about $24 in some sense, and in Queenstown it's 26 So if the living wage is considered low, I don't think the government used the term low wage when it was trumpeting its living wage. So it's above the living wage, and clearly the new immigration minister has never worked in HOSPO. 
certainly didn't pull pints behind the bar during his student days because if he had done so, he'd know that for many hospo workers, it's the part-time nature of the job that appeals. Some of them are career. You know, they do it as a career. Hospitality is what they do. For many, probably half, it's the part-time nature. It's the flexibility. It's the insecure working conditions, if you will. Michael Wood can call it that. I'd call it flexibility, which is what it was when I worked in hospo. It pays good money to young people who want to work a few shifts a week to make a bit of extra coin. And they have the flexibility of saying yes or no to extra shifts. The employer has the flexibility of hiring fewer or more people depending on circumstances. So we need to open up to the people who want to come here. We need to be able to allow people the opportunity to work. You know, we've got Kiwis who are leaving, who are heading offshore, taking up the opportunity to work in other countries. We've got people wanting to come here. It's a free flow of labour and a free flow of people wanting to make a new start, wanting the experience of travel, wanting the experience of supporting themselves, keeping themselves while they work. Every sector has been hit. Every sector has been hit hard. But HOSPO in particular, and they're quite right, that if if we're offering a substandard service and tourists are paying through the nose for that experience, our reputation will be damaged. Tourism was our biggest export earner before COVID. We might need to make adjustments into how we present ourselves to the world. We probably don't want the same kind of mess arrival of people who were just put on a bus and ferried around the country. Perhaps we can do it a little bit differently, but we don't want to do it shabbily and we don't want to provide a poor quality experience. All of the world is opening up. They all want people to come and visit and spend their money in their country. The competition is is tough. It's got to be worth people's while to come here. So we've got people wanting to come and live and work here. We have got industry sectors across every part of the economy desperate for workers. We've got a backlog of people wanting to come here. All the government needs to do is pull its finger out and get processing.